Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The WAN Show. It's going to be a great show this week. You want to know why? No. Because everybody loves to pile on Intel when they're having a super bad day. And they had a super bad day. I really enjoy that this is like our headliner topic and stuff. And then an announcement that we have later is like a wonderful. Yeah, well, it is what it is. So it happens. Uh, we'll talk about the unfixable security yes. flaw that was found in Intel CPUs. Yes. We've also got, this is some great news for consumers, <laughs> that Wish and eBay could become responsible for counterfeits sold through their platforms. That would be pretty sweet. So I do... Yeah, I know. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Google Education spies on children via free Chromebooks. Or not. We'll, we'll, we'll see later. Uh, and Canadian government threatens the big three cellular providers to cut their prices by 25%. And or that, what? And that was uh, responded to with pretty much a hard no. Um, as it has been in the past, so <laughs> yeah, well, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't really know what the objective was there, but yeah. uh, my objective is to roll that intro. Yeah. Oh wow! Someone says OMG actually on time for live. Maybe they get the time <laughs> for them already. Yeah, they think <laughs> they think we're like fairly early. When is the time change? I think this is possibly the last one for us, though. Oh, we are doing this one? It's not the next one. I think so. It's going to be weird, man. It is going to be weird. Well, or it's going to be not weird, because we're not going to have to do time <laughs> changes anymore. So it will just be completely normal all the time. Be more simple. Yeah. All right. So let's jump right into it. This was originally posted by Hi Hal Game Guri on the forums. <laughs> Security researchers, the original article is from an end, uh, an end gadget. End gadget. Security researchers <laughs> have discovered a new security flaw, yet another one in Intel chips from the last five years or so that is, and this is a quote, completely unpatchable. Now, some security flaws can be patched after the fact. Like, that's what you'll see with things like, um, you know, iPhone jailbreaks. Um, particularly back in the day, I remember the arms race was almost always back and forth. They'd find a new flaw, Apple would patch it. They'd find another one, Apple would patch it. That was actually, like, a very fun thing to follow back then. Yeah. Because it was, it was really interesting seeing, like, these different groups tearing it apart and then Apple fixing it super quickly in both sides and there's like different teams on each side, yeah, I don't know. But sometimes these patches are not fixable because either there's something that is hard-coded into the, into the architecture of the chip or there's some element of the firmware that relies on some physical hardware elsewhere in the device that you just you, you can't turn off and it leaves the door open for whatever for whatever reason. Uh, an example of this would be the Nintendo Switch. So part of Nvidia's Tegra firmware, if I recall correctly, was um, allowing users to run Android on the thing. And in order for Nintendo to fix it, they actually had to do a new hardware revision of the switch. There was just absolutely nothing they could do through a conventional firmware fix yeah. to close the hole. Yeah. Um, so here we go. This one involves the Converge Security and Management Engine. Yay, the CSME, which controls boot up, power, and cryptographic functions. <laughs> well, that's terrible. 
Um, it's a 486-based CPU with a boot ROM and is actually the first thing the CPU runs when powered on. Oh, fascinating. So an attacker is able to take advantage of a gap in security that can inject malicious code and eventually take over the whole PC. They can do that through like local network attacks right now, but that part of it does seem patchable. It's the physical access level that doesn't seem patchable, which, to be honest, if someone has physical access to your machine, there's lots of ways your machine can be compromised outside of like a flaw in your CPU. So the window of opportunity is apparently very short. So uh, while one of the first things the CSME does is protect memory, there is actually a period of time where memory is unprotected. So during that window, again, someone with physical access to the computer yeah. could make a DMA transfer to that unprotected memory and inject the malicious code. So because the vulnerability allows the attacker to take control of code execution before the hardware key generator is locked and the boot code is hard-coded into the CPU, this means that the vulnerability cannot be fixed. <sighs> now, exploiting this at this stage in the game requires extreme technical know-how, physical access, and precise timing to pull off. Um, and, and Intel and has Intel officially said, said that <laughs> end users should maintain physical possession of their platforms. Um, which, yeah, fair enough. I mean, that's good advice. I to feel be clear. like they probably should have addressed the flaw at all because they literally didn't. But they're also not really wrong either. Um, like if you if you have something that the security is so important for that like someone is going to go after you in this way, yes. which is pretty freaking intense. Physical security should be highly important for you, and there's there's been a lot of push in that direction, like a lot of yep. um, uh, penetration testers for different like uh, IT institutes have started working on physical access stuff, going back to older routes, like breaking really? into server centers, and like taking hard drives and being like, well, I won. Um, huh. and it, it's an interesting conversation that's starting to be pushed forward because like the value of data is just constantly rising. Right. So physical attacks are like coming back into the higher probability realm. So like if they remade Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego today, <laughs> you know, does she steal the pyramids or the Golden Gate Bridge or does she steal like a Google a data, data center? center? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it'd be pretty easy to track down. If she yeah. tried to power it up, it's not like she could just <laughs> plug it into the wall, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that might be a little blip on the grid there when that comes <laughs> online. Like, oh, okay, we found, we found her, ladies and gentlemen. The, the whole town shut we down. We got her. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty interesting, actually. Um, but I don't think it's much of a concern for... Probably most of the people watching, maybe some of you. I mean, but. that is the thing about most of these kinds of security exploits, unless there's yeah. something that you have specifically that is a huge deal. Most ne'er-do-wells are probably after, like, your credit card number. Like, that. that's, that's a much lower-hanging fruit that is much easier for them to turn into something of value. And just to be super clear, we're not telling you to not care about your security and stuff. Not at all. Um, and like, you should get the patch that makes it so that local attacks aren't a thing anymore. Like, um, oh, so you mean network attacks? Yeah, local yeah. network attacks. Yes. Um, uh, and you should definitely maintain physical possession of your platform. <laughs> I love the word platform. Platform, yeah. It's like so great. It's so like, agnostic. It's like, it's like, it's almost like the CPU team wrote the statement and was like, okay, 
We're not taking all this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's platform. Okay, plat. You guys, chipset guys, you guys behind this. We're gonna call, we're gonna say platform. What? No, I don't want nothing to do with this. It's your CPU. Okay, platform. Cool. <laughs> we're going with that verbiage. Uh, uh, yeah, it's. I think it's pretty interesting. I'll I'll keep watching this to a certain degree, um, but I'm not not all that concerned really. I mean, this hopefully isn't going to affect performance the way that Spectre and Meltdown did. Yeah. Like that, that screwed Floatplane for a little bit, and not just Floatplane. It's kind of like poopy. A, it was a big performance problem for many, many platforms. <laughs> yeah, I use the word platform again. Platforms. It, was, it, <laughs> ended up, it ended up being less of a problem than I think we expected, but like... It the still whole burned space a lot of cycles. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it burned a lot of cycles, and like costs of things went up uh, because it screwed other people, which made demand for servers go up, which made cost for servers go up, and like all this other. It was it was a rough time. It was a very rough time. This is a topic that I am super excited about. So uh, this was posted by RC Mail on the forum, and the headline here, uh, the original article is from uh, republicans-judiciary.house.gov. Very nice. Okay, got a, sure. got a press release there. Um, Wish and eBay could start to be responsible for the counterfeits that are sold through their websites. Well, I think it's I think and it's not just Wish and eBay. Yes. Um, so it's it's like e-commerce platforms in general. I don't know if there's certain limits. Like maybe if you only push a certain amount of product, this doesn't go on you. There's quite a few different pieces of legislature like that. Um, but Wish and eBay are probably the main culprits, I would say. Yeah. Uh, so mainly, I mean, mostly targeting them. eBay's pretty good because their consumer protection, from my experience has been excellent. Really strong. Like any time that we have bought something that didn't turn out to be what it was supposed to be, it was pretty easy to use eBay's buyer protection to just get a refund. Yeah. And that even happened in one case where the seller lollygagged for so long on communication that we were technically outside the window eBay still did manage to get it pushed through, so we did get our money back, and that was okay. on a fairly big ticket item. Cool. Okay. Um, and the flip side of that, when we've tried to sell stuff on eBay, um, in particular, this is, this is an interesting one. So our return rates on some of the just like cheapo phones that we've bought for sort of like, hey, here's a weird phone, or like, hey, here's this, here's, here's that, where, that we've tried to get rid of on eBay, every single one of them has come back with some reason, not working or, or whatever, every single one of them we have gotten back and been like, It's not the phone? This works perfectly. Oh, okay. They clearly just wanted to take the phone for a test drive and mm. then they just like send it back. And I'm like, okay, well this is stupid. Like this happened like half a dozen times where we would sell a phone on eBay and then it would well, come back a week later. One, one person issued like a chargeback because oh. Get this, because we didn't reply within, I think it was like 36 hours over a weekend <laughs> to their message, and I'm like, what, what, what are you, what are you even doing? Like, what? Well, remember the, remember the. It's uh, like you're the one who's mad, really. Remember, remember the phone, the red phone that we turned blue. Uh -huh. That that was just a disaster. That whole thing was trolled. We were we were trying to get money for charity. Oh yeah, I remember. And then people that. like trolled it and. I, I, if I remember correctly, eBay was actually pretty nice about it. Yes. So eBay has been yeah. pretty cool to us for the most part. Um, as for Wish, 
Now, my understanding is it can be a little bit more difficult on Wish. And the reason is that we talked about this in a recent video about the scam graphics cards that are available yeah. for purchase on Wish. Yeah. Where we showed, okay, here's this thing. And it's... It just, they promote those a lot, by the way. It, I get ads for those all the time. It baffled me when I was looking at it. Like, how much actual engineering went into <laughs> making a fake graphics card that kind of works. Right, because right. they had yeah. to they had to do some actual software engineering on the firmware of the card. Yeah. Right. They had to do actual hardware engineering because uh, that's not a reference PCB. That PCB was created for the purposes of making these <laughs> nonsense fake <laughs> cards. Like, like you, you kind of. Reminds, it reminds me of. Do you remember those? Uh, those. I think they were external. The external hard drives or flash drives. But I think they were external hard drives. USB drives too. Yeah. Yeah. They just had this tiny little chip in them. And they would like lie to the computer about its capacity and that it's constantly overwrite itself while you're putting things on it. So you'd put like like five gigs of information on it. It has like five hundred megs of storage. And it would just constantly overwrite without telling you. And then it would just not be not there. have it. Yep. Yep. Like, yeah, I remember that. Why did you bother go that far? Yeah, why not just ship a brick. Yeah. If you're gonna ship, like a someone's fake gonna thing. figure out that this isn't working right. really fast. So that's the thing, though, is I think that's the purpose of engineering the fake graphics card. Is it looks right, and it kind of feels right, and you put it in, and it like works a bit. So I think what that buys them it's enough is enough hesitation. Yeah, is enough time for to oh. for each of these like companies because that's what they do yeah. is they open a storefront they sell a bunch of things and then they close down the storefront as soon as there's enough complaints or wish shuts them down and then they just like have your money yeah um now i don't know maybe you guys can let us know in the chat if you've had great experiences getting refunds for you know we should have tried to return the darn things yeah why did we not try to do that secret shopper yeah colin was even uh what are you doing there? I, mean, I was, oh wow, yeah. Um, um, you know, pounding okay. drums for a secret shopper. Wow. So when Colin <laughs> finished up the video, he was like, "Hey, so like, you gotta what are get videos made somehow, okay? Yeah, yeah. You gotta, <laughs> um, gotta pay the bills, right? <laughs> so when we finished up the video, Colin was like, "Okay, so what do we do with these now? Like, we can't in good conscience like sell, sell them. them. Yeah, we can't. There's no point keeping them. They're literal e-waste." Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I guess we just have to e-waste them. Like, we can keep the coolers. But yeah, we should have tried to return them. That's part of the story at that point. Um, but yeah, let, let us know. So here, hold on. How's, how's it going? Fake card, something, something. LTT merch is too much. Yeah, it's too much awesome. Okay, so nobody in the chat is actually talking about any of this stuff. <laughs> Jared Marvin says, I'm still waiting on my packages from Wish from 2018. Wow, that's rough. Dude, I'm still waiting on some Kickstarters. Oh yeah, that hammer. Yeah. How's that going? I haven't Are checked still on updates? it in a long time. Can you please check on it? I sure. must know. Yeah. I have to know how your hammer is coming along. <laughs> okay, yeah, the hair style says Wish has always refunded anything I have asked for. Um, Love Row says I didn't return anything, but I got a refund for everything I ever complained about. Uh, Mystic How though says I don't think anyone has had a good return experience on Wish. Okay, so it seems like if we say it's a mixed bag, that might be about right. Can I share your screen? Is that cool? Is there anything uh, I'm not sensitive there yet. on there? I'm not there yet. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, are you looking at one of your other 
back no, items? No, I that... just I haven't used Kickstarter in forever, so like I'm not even 100% certain how to find it. I backed a bunch of stuff. I used to really like this. Yeah, everyone used to really like. I got most of until, it. I like legitimately. You know, ended yeah, even up the Neptune getting... Pine, for better or for worse, did actually <laughs> arrive. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, I did get a Jibo. The coal bar hammer. Okay, can I share your screen now? Uh, yes. I still don't know where their like comments are, so it might take me a second. Last okay. updated right, February fifth, twenty twenty. No. They're still going. They're still going. Oh my goodness. Back in the saddle is the update. And these updates are so long. Wow. I mean, it looks like some legit. You but know, they always updates. have. It's been so long. It's so much information. We have a major announcement in the weeks ahead. Amazing perseverance <laughs> is the top comment. <laughs> Oh, wow. Seven-year-old Kickstarter. They're still going. What are you doing? Just give up and run away with my money at this point. Oh, man. I love that Timothy Perkins is asking, will you need additional funding in order <laughs> to fulfill the pledges? Are you really going to send them more money at this point? Thanks for the update. Sorry to hear about your family. I wish I could believe this was going to lead to actual progress after nearly a decade. Sadly, my optimism is rather low. Let's see how many months we wait for the next update, and I'll still take my $65 back to walk away from what many see as a sham. Yeah. I mean, if it was... Honestly, I don't buy it. I don't, there's no way it's a scam. I don't think it's a... Because they're not collecting money anymore. No. Why continue the charade? There are plenty of other Kickstarters. Yes. I, I think I backed three. One of them was just like, go away. <laughs> it was like it was some like cookbook thing, and it was supposed to be like a like uh, entertainingly written cookbook. Um, I don't remember. It was it was funny when I read the thing, and it was super cheap. So I was Got like, it. yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, and I was like really into cooking at that time. And some of the recipes looked pretty cool. So I backed that, and then he wrote, like, a single page, and then was just like, I'm done, and just ran with the money. And How do you manage like, to screw that well, up? Well, I don't know. Because, like, that has potential, like, long-term business opportunity. And, okay, if you think potential. about the difficulty behind this, yeah. he could have absolutely just taken, like, three or four other cookbooks and just taken a quarter from each one and just rewritten it in a funny way yeah. and been done. Like, it's yeah. not a difficult project. And it's like... Kickstarter, so like who was gonna call him on it? Yeah. Like you should have originality. Yes. But but also like if he was just gonna half ass it. Exactly. There were ways to half ass it in a way that yeah. the customer gets. That something. was a little bit more than like a single page. Yeah. I think he released the one recipe or something. I don't even remember. <laughs> but it was just stupid. The single recipe cookbook. But this 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 is update eighty-eight. <laughs> It's been going on for seven years. I bought this for my dad for Christmas. I mean, at this point, it's more like it's more like Patreoning like a blog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A An blog about making blog. a hammer. Yeah, like a mechanical engineering blog about making a hammer. That's effectively what you've done. Have you gotten your money's worth? Have you gotten enough entertainment Honestly, from the blog out posts? out of the recurring Christmas jokes, every time Christmas comes around, <laughs> there's the like, hey, am I getting my like Where's hammer? Where's my thing? hammer? Yeah, yeah. That might be worth it alone right there. Oh my goodness. So silly. What were some of your other bad experiences? Let's see. Let's go through here. Um, 
I actually think everything I ever backed did ultimately get delivered. Yeah. Um, there was a few games that I backed that like Oof. some of them turned out to be pretty pretty good. I backed Massive Chalice. Massive Chalice. That was a pretty good game. Seven Days to Die. That actually worked out. Um, Frontiers. I was really excited for. Didn't really work out. That kind of sucked. Exploding Kittens. That yeah. was that was pretty cool. Light Sail. That was awesome. That was really cool. Um, you know, that was, I mean, that was awesome. Um, All right. I've got, yeah. uh, I've know. got, I've got mine up here. So uh, here, let me just fire this up. So these are, to be clear, I have, I don't think I've ever actually personally backed a Kickstarter. Like something that I was, that I was like really like, oh, wow, I need to have that for, oh, nope, I lied. Nope, I totally half lied. I backed Shovel Knight. Divinity Original Sin uh, and Strike Suit Zero. All of those games I really liked. Those oh. were like big wins in my in my book. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. That's actually that's like kind of an outstanding game back. And, and Project Eternity. I backed that as well, which was I was also good? a big fan of. So I'm like th from the, the there was a lot of games that went up on Kickstarter that flopped pretty hard, and I did back Probably two or three of those. Okay. But honestly, in the like early purchase discount price that you would get on Discord or uh, Discord Kickstarter from the other ones, I probably saved money in the end, anyways. Wow. All so right. So it kind of worked out. All right. Here, I want to check my. Where do you shoot? Why am I not? Oh yeah. Here we go. Here's here's all the. Star, okay. So yeah. someone just a bunch of people in chat are bringing up Star Citizen because it's like the hammer. <laughs> Is that kick? Was that Kickstarter though? That was Kickstarter. Was it? Okay, yeah, yes. So technically, yeah. I also backed that. There I, is playable... I still... There's this French dude on YouTube yeah. who makes uh, video montages of him just flying spaceships around planets, and it's actually amazing. Like in Star Citizen? Yeah. Oh. Like, right. it's very cool. Um, I don't know if okay. I can find his channel right now. All right, so here, I'll go through the stuff that, uh, the stuff that I backed through work, though. Uh, view your everyday smart glasses. I have no idea what ultimately. <laughs> okay, with this those. is this is a little shifted because we were like purposely backing things that we knew would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so like, <laughs> I was at least trying to aim for good things. Uh, all right, this has an update from uh, a month ago. What? Coronavirus, something, something, something. We have fulfilled thousands of units. Okay, did we? Where's did we yours? Get these? I don't know. I don't know, maybe maybe we got it and I just didn't notice because, like, wow, who cares? Yeah. Uh, Vinci, the first smart headphones with artificial <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> Why did I back this? Uh, I remember this. Software update. Okay, apparently this, like, actually did, did become a thing. Okay, cool. I apparently didn't notice because I didn't care. <laughs> the Spud, this did eventually ship. It was terrible. Spontaneous pop-up display. Yeah, yeah, I reviewed it. Like, I, I got a unit and reviewed it, and it was it was. Oh, bad. yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't think I'm going to recognize any of these until we see the picture. Yeah. Uh, Nura headphones that learn and adapt to your unique hearing. I, I doubt that ever got delivered. Let's see. How do we do here? Okay, apparently you can just, like, buy these now. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, and cool. they have a Gen 2. Okay, good for them. Wow, so my record is pretty good. The power-up FPV was actually pretty sweet. 
Um, oh yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Live streaming paper airplane thing. I mean, it was terrible, but like in like a cool, like kitschy, this is kind of fun, terrible way. Yeah. Bunch of balloons. Those are in like every dollar store on earth, like every toy store on earth. That was now. a that was a good idea. It to was, be honest, it was kind of a brilliant idea. Um, I've actually purchased them aside from this Kickstarter backing, That's... and we used this for Channel Superfund back in 2015. Yeah. Moment smartwatch. Hard flying. I want to bring this up because, like, Star Citizen's been in a bit of a bad way, and I've talked very negatively about it, and I think it deserves yeah, a fair amount of that. I think the moment Smartwatch um, didn't end up making it. But there is some cool stuff happening. Oh, uh, the Pono Player. I remember the Pono Player. Oh, that was an epic video. Yeah, I knew that was going to be delivered. Uh, I knew it was going to be Kano? They started on Kickstarter? I believe so, yeah. They're totally a thing. Yeah, they're they're definitely a thing now. So yeah, we actually did all right. Two Neptune core duo. Pie. Oh, this one was amazing. This thing looked so cool. This was one that I was legit super excited for for myself. What is this? Um, it was like a tube oh. amplified Bluetooth speaker that's Wi-Fi enabled, runs XBMC, and can stream music and HD movies. 338 backers, last updated April 4th, 2016. <laughs> Never came out. Finally, production electronics will begin to arrive this week. Oh yeah, how'd that work out for you? Not too great. All right. So I want to show this guy off, actually. Okay, um, all right. Hopefully we don't get copyright strike. Hopefully Whoops. he's fine. Um, Tarada, he doesn't have very many subscribe. Well, I mean, for a Star Citizen creator, I think he's doing great. Sorry, I didn't mean to dig him on that. I'm Ouch. just saying, Ouch. go subscribe to him because it's he makes really cool stuff. Savage. And I think the the goal of Star Citizen, Star Citizen, so I can't talk today, um, of making this like really cool space sandbox for people is being realized in people like Tarada, to be completely honest. Um, and some of the stuff that he has made is oh, stupid ads. No, go away. Some of the stuff that he has made is just freaking awesome. Like, this looks amazing. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Too bad it's not a game. Well, okay. <laughs> here's, here's Hard Flying. Because okay. this is him playing the game. Okay. Not. Do you want to mute it just in case it's It loud? is muted. Oh, it is muted. Oh, okay. Well, the, the laptop yeah, yeah, is the muted. Yeah, muted. Yeah. Wow, that is that is pretty cool. That's active gameplay. Wow. So All like right. Okay. He's making it work. There are some people making it work. I I did notice I watched a few of these hard flying things. They're all a little similar. <laughs> okay. But it's still really cool. And these planets are like procedurally generated, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. There also, there's like a clear amount of skill. There's no way in heck I could do this. Yeah, oh, me neither. Like, absolutely no way. And, like, he's doing it with track IR and joysticks and all this kind of stuff. Like, it's super sick. Huh. All right. Yeah. So I actually have an update from TubeCore that was oh. not on Kickstarter. It was off-platform. Oh, okay. Um, the last update I had was in uh, August of 2017. In February, we decided that the Duo product was dead and that its problems were too many and impossible to move past. It would have to die in order for us to find the solution, I suppose. Whatever that means. The solution is take the money and run. No, like, they actually, like, made hardware and stuff. 
I see a toaster. Like, no, no, no. That's not. That's a PCB. That's okay. The toaster is for scale. You know what? Just, <laughs> don't worry about it. Like they were actually still making stuff, like three years later, and. Uh, see, that's that's just. I kind of want the hammer guys to do that. Do what? Like just give, give up. up. What it's is so, so difficult sad about at this the hammer? Point. Like, what is it supposed to be? Can you explain this hammer to it, me? Like, I'm sorry, guys. If we're if we're talking about this <laughs> too much, it's just. Everyone's while we come hammer. back to this topic. Yeah, it did a bunch of stuff, and ultimately, it's that it's that like you know, VCR, DVD, TV, microwave, toaster, like too many things object that you just shouldn't buy. This is it, the uh, coal bar hammer. Yes, it's the coal bar hammer. Okay. So you can you How can, hard is it to make a hammer? So if you see it's split down the middle. Yeah. And so it, it like you it it, it ugh. you could ratchet it out and it could become a pry bar or you could pull the two pieces completely separate and you get demo tools and a few other things. Honestly, it's so stupid now. Stretch goal metric ruler. Um okay. It ha yeah, it had a ruler down the spine. Uh-huh. I don't remember everything that it did because it's been seven years. The only hammer that turns into a full crowbar. <sighs> a patented gear ratchet system that locks into place at every click. Except it still doesn't work. Right. So. Except for that standard half-inch drive to be uh, a drive, like, uh, okay. Yeah. So it, like, does a ton of things. And my dad's really hard to shop for, so I was like, cool. And like looking at it now, yeah, it's it's dumb. Certified, you lost. Date May third, twenty eleven. Oh man, terrible. Oof. Uh, Oof. Yeah, I don't know. I've yeah. shifted my my gifting things to my dad to more like experiential stuff. Yeah, because I don't know what to, he's so not materialistic. Yeah, what could be a better experience than your son trying really hard to find <laughs> something to buy for you and then it taking seven years? That's an experience <laughs> and a half. Dude, I if it does show up one day, it'll be an event. I t I'll tell you that much. Should we get back to our topic? Probably. <laughs> okay, so being responsible for counterfeits. <laughs> the Shop Safe Act of 2020 outlines a series of steps that e-commerce platforms must take to prevent the sale of knockoffs by third-party sellers on their platforms. Okay. The House Energy and Commerce Committee is set to hold a hearing Wednesday morning about the sale of counterfeit products online. Witnesses include executives from Amazon, eBay, and Apple. The big question, though, is how would they extend this <clears throat> to Chinese e-tailers? Um, like Wish and AliExpress. That would be that would be quite difficult. Yeah. Without cooperation from the Chinese government, which is seems unlikely to cooperate. I mean, you could trade you could probably thing, you know? uh, ban their shipments. Chi ban Chinese shipments. I mean, they tried that. That's the trade no, war. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Oh. From from Wish and Alley. Yeah, I guess you could cut off the market. Um, that might be one way to handle it. It's a little aggro, but yeah. But I mean, fake goods apparently accounted for three point three percent of global trade in twenty sixteen. It's actually pretty wild. Wow. Like, we should get into the fake goods, <laughs> fake goods market. You know, like fake. If fake iPhones are three point three percent of the business of real iPhones, fake fake T-shirts. Dang. Yeah. We fake T-shirts. We, we real fake T-shirts. Dot com. I yeah. think um, you know the clothing brand Fubu. Yeah. Um, Who would make a fake FUBU? Like, why would, does anybody even want FUBU? 
It's huge that in was, Korea. No way. Because that was like Gangster AF back in like 2004. Apparently, their total sales for their company is in the like hundreds of millions of dollars lifetime. Boo boo. Oh, yeah. And their counterfeit market lifetime globally is three billion. <laughs> Really? So fake FUBU is a bigger so, deal so than, than real like FUBU? 10x. Wow. <laughs> it's huge in like China and Korea, apparently. Oh. According to, uh, what's the guy's name? Draymond, Damon John, or Draymond John. He's like one of the sharks, I think, on Shark Tank. Oh, okay. He's wow. Go figure. Realfaketshirts.com is available, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, On GoDaddy. I don't want another email $2, asking $2.99 <laughs> Canadian. I got the same one. Why this is great. There Fake, was this domain bought no, on a Friday. No, what no, is this? look at this. Why this domain is great. Fake and real are high-value keywords. <laughs> Probably not together, which I think is the joke. T, T is a widely used keyword. Wait, what? What is it talking about? <laughs> uses the dot, excuse me, uses the dot com. I just love T is a widely used keyword. That's great. T, okay. Like, what are you talking about? T is a keyword. I mean, did it identify that there were three dictionary words in here and then just and then like T randomly? I was, I was even thinking like T spring is... T-E-E, -E, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, so like, I don't think that's that common. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. T is a widely used keyboard. Go for it. Guys, <laughs> business opportunity of a lifetime. Realfaketshirts.com. I'm, I'm, I'm not even making an attempt at this one. I give up. Um, what I haven't given up on, though, is LTTstore.com. I'm assuming that's why you're here, right, Nick? Hell, heck yeah, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, we have Whoa. lower priced shipping than ever before. It's way better, and sticker sheets are now available for just $9.99 US, but don't be an idiot. Don't buy it. Why would they buy it? That's like a dollar per sticker. Do you have any idea how much this costs to make? It's like nothing. It's like well, next to nothing. It's don't, well, high it's, quality, it's not nothing. It's, yeah, okay, they're and not. And they have to ship it to you. They're not nothing, yeah. it, it does. It's, not, it's pretty, not, like, they look, feel nice. Look, the reason it costs $10 is because of the handling fee. It's like, yeah. yes, it does cost us money to design and print these things, but mostly it's the handling fee. So be a smart consumer. Get a free sticker sheet with your order of anything else, literally anything else. That's the way to do it. Oh! There you go. And you don't have to add it to your cart. Oh, really? Don't bother. Don't buy don't this. See? Here's, just, here's our you sales don't want pitch. It. I don't care if you don't want it. I challenge you guys to not buy it. Oh. <laughs> Order literally anything else on the store, and you will receive this sticker sheet with your order. I swear to you, Beautiful. if you order the sticker sheet and pay for it, I will personally show up at your house and tell you you're an idiot. No, Whoa. no, no I won't. Don't do that. They we did it? Bought it? They yes. bought it? Why? I don't know. Ask them. Why are they doing that? I don't know. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to have some pretty expensive uh, fl I flights. In, I put it in the banner at the top of the thing. I put it in the description on the thing. I set it up so that if you do put it in your cart and you have something else, it's free. <laughs> and people still pay if someone, for it. If someone buys a sticker sheet, do they get two sticker sheets? Okay, tell, no, just no. tell me this. Tell me, <laughs> no. Well, because you they? said you get a sticker no. sheet with do your they? order. Can, can we set that up? Oh, 
Buy one single sheet. Because <laughs> <laughs> one single sheet comes with the order. Just, okay. just don't buy, buy something else. <laughs> <laughs> just give us your money in other ways. Don't buy stickers. Okay, so tell me something. Tell me something. Because, you know... Whoa, whoa, that's a dollar. Don't waste that, dude. Now that we're getting in... Now that we're getting into the business... Now that we're getting into the business of, like, selling cheap stickers online for too much money... Okay? Can you stickerception? Can you buy a D-brand sticker? Oh. And then can you put your LTT sticker over top of it without robots showing up at your house and killing you? You guys, you guys should have done, a, like, a pop socket sized sticker. You know what the challenge should be is, like, we should get a certain number of people to do that and tweet it at, at robot. Oh, wow. They would hate that so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I then, love like, it. You'll do something Whoa. You know, a certain number of people do it or something. That actually looks sick. I didn't realize they were uh, transparent around They're the Matt icon. Clear, yeah. yeah. That actually oh, yeah. looks pretty cool. Of course, Matt, all the things. There's like the nice. white, uh, the Linus Sorry, face has like a white backing. The socks have oh, a white okay. backing. But the exterior part is all clear, Matt Clear. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the LTT logo is going to look like that on your phone internals, D brand skin you phone. Feel the, one yeah, sure. Like yeah. Look at this. Bam. Oh my goodness. Two for one. It's pretty sick. I put one on the back of my monitor, and now Linus is always looking at our new graphic designer. I'm like the spy in TF2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except I'm disguised as the other team's spy, you know. <laughs> but that works sometimes. Yeah, very rarely. <laughs> Running around as a spy. Like, ooh, it doesn't look good. It's like, hey, why aren't you disguised right now? <laughs> I miss that game. I know. Overwatch is poo poo. Wow. I want to play more TF2. Luke's review. You're just salty with with Blizzard. I mean, admit it. A little bit, but <laughs> Overwatch is kind of like I don't. The three v three mode is fun, but like the ah, uh, I don't know. The objective based modes in TF2 were just way more fun. It's just chaotic. Yeah, it's great. Maybe Overwatch is better if you are into the competitive scene, which I never was. I have no. I can't speak to that part of it. And what Overwatch does well is it takes that, um, you know, that special abilities element of gameplay yeah. that people are so into these days and uh, injects it into that team-based FPS genre. But the, honestly speaking, I liked TF2 better before all the random balance nonsense. Me too. Like. You know, everyone's wearing a different Too many hat items that, and stuff. Yeah. And everyone's holding a different baseball bat and it's yeah. like, well, so no, now unless I'm them. yeah, unless I'm hardcore and I'm paying attention to all this stuff and I'm opening loot crates or whatever, I'm not going to know what's going on and I'm not able to be competitive. Whereas what I really liked about TF2 was how beautifully balanced it was. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well now there's a special flamethrower that Air or something. It's like, how about a flamethrower that shoots out flames? What do you think of that? Okay. Well, I, think, I think the default flame core when you right click does an air puff. I think. Does it? Yeah, whatever. I think the coolest I don't thing remember. in TF2 was the pyro glasses or goggles. Or <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Did they you ever are. Get those? No. The pyrovision goggles? Turned everything into like rainbow unicorn. Lollipops and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Didn't impact yeah. gameplay though. No. Well, especially for other people. Yeah. Things might look a little funky for you, but. They don't for anyone else. So guys, LTTstore.com, better shipping rates, free stickers with your order. How many do we have? How many what? Uh, sticker sticker sheets. sheets. We have enough. We have enough? Like thousands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Thousands cool. and thousands. 
Okay, I mean, so we've got lots of stickers. You have enough until guys. someone okay. buys like 100 sticker packs, Look, gets 200 sticker us? packs. Shut up. Big brain. Enough. No, no, not big brain. Not big brain. Come in and buy a thousand sticker sheets. Like, go for it. You're dumb, but go for it. Dude, I, I heard okay. if you buy the okay. sheet directly, it's higher quality. If someone That's buys a thousand sticker no, packs, no, 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 no. I will no. send you an email thanking okay. you. Okay, sounds good. Yep. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say I will fly to wherever, and I was like, nope. Yeah, because they'd be they'd be in like Moscow or something. Yeah. Like, oh no, like just somewhere really far away. <laughs> but you'd have a lot of stickers, which you could do anything with. Nick Grishin says all the stuff in TF2 is just cosmetic. Everything else is the same. No, it no, isn't. No, it's not. Unless You're they wrong. changed it. Unless they took away all of the uh, items. I'd be very mean. surprised. Uh, people are ups people are talking about the Overwatch. Um... People don't like my. That's that's not an no, objective. No 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 no. Someone's just talking. So Overwatch, their uh, Blizzard is changing around the balance of the game. So they killed oh, off um, May and three other heroes. Killed off? Well, sort of. So they're they're actually trying to make it so that one character can't get too dominant for too long. How do you know this? I don't remember. It doesn't. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so the point is, they're changing up the roster, so they're like temporarily like sidelining characters, oh. so that you'll just be forced to like main something else temporarily. And then apparently they're going to make more balance changes, so it's like constantly evolving, which is just another way of saying that your game isn't properly balanced, as far as I'm concerned. I don't like that. I would be very against that. Isn't Overwatch two coming in like six months anyway? But it's they're they're like. I actually kind of, I'm not against this really, but they're tied into each other. Like the multiplayer is the same, I believe. If you play multiplayer on either one, I'm pretty sure you play with each other. Overwatch has a single player campaign? Well, no, but I. In the new one. In the new one, it does. Oh, it has a campaign. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. And it has some other like co op y things and stuff, but as far as I know, the competitive modes uh, mesh over each other, which is, I think, in my opinion, that seems actually kind of smart. Because, like, um,. I know this was a big problem with Call of Duty back in the day. They'd release these map packs, and you'd just fraction your community a whole bunch. And right. Then it, like, it, it actually seemed to me, after they did it a couple times, that it was very much on purpose. Because they would release, like, three different map packs for the game right. before it was done. And the community was so split up that when the new game came out, everyone was like, oh, jeez. Everyone can actually, like, play together again. Right. Uh, we should really do the sponsors for the show today. Sure. Uh, Squarespace. Yeah. Do you need to build a beautiful website without the hassle? Well, then get Squarespace. Their all-in-one platform makes it easy to get up and running quickly. They've got award-winning templates that you can use as starting points for a wide range of projects. If you ever need additional help, they offer free support. They've got webinars. They've got help guides. Um, you can, oh, yeah, the free support is 24-7 uh, and via live chat and email. If you've got a third-party domain, you don't have to give it up. Just transfer it over to Squarespace. They've got tools for tracking what's working for your site, what's not working. Um, there, you get e-commerce features to help you sell merch or services online and manage your inventory and orders. So why wait? Go to squarespace.com slash WAN and get 14 days for free and 10% off your first purchase. So if you were to say, for example, create a website that's got, you know, real fake t-shirts, you know, realfaketshirts.com, <laughs> all right? You set that up with Squarespace. Hey, 10% off, all right? Done. Solved. Yeah, offer code when. Go do it. Display! My uh, display talking points appear to be uh, covered in Squarespace talking points, so I'm going to be making this up as I go. <laughs> go to lmg.gg slash displate when and use offer code LTT to save 15%. Displate is art done smart. 
hey, I just came up with a new tagline for their company. I don't see. This is what happens when I don't have talking points. That's pretty good. Art done smart, right? Because yeah. you don't have to put any holes in your wall. Yeah. You don't have to like fuss around with it to get it to sit level. You just like chuck a level on the top of your display. It's like magnetic. You just put it in exactly the right spot. Or you can be like Luke. You can give zero Fs and put it on crooked. <laughs> Who cares? It's up to you. It's magnetic mounted. And they plant trees when you order a display because you know. Screw it. Why not? Plant some trees. Save the earth. Get some art on your wall. They've got over a quarter million different designs across a bunch of different styles. And you can even get disc plates that are themed after the LMG staff. Ooh. So go check it out at lmg.gg slash displaywen. I think there's an offer code or something, but I don't remember what it does. Woo. Also brought to you by Private Internet Access. If you're a filthy pirate, get Private Internet Access. Pirate, private internet access. Oh my god. You can try it risk free with their seven day money back guarantee. <laughs> well, look, I only found out, I found out not that long ago that I have no obligation whatsoever to follow their talking points. So I'm just, I'm just, I just, oh, I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore. Why do people use VPNs? Okay. So they don't get a cease and desist letter in the mail. So they can check how their service works in a different area. That plate's still up. I actually used, have used it for that as well. Yes, that's fair. But also because they're filthy pirates. So get private internet access. You can have up to five devices connected at once. They've got clients for Windows, Mac OS, Android, I iOS, and Linux. Um, they've got their, uh, their, their automatic disconnection feature. I don't know. I don't remember what, it, what they call it. But basically, it's like leak-proof. So if your uh, VPN goes down, it'll shut off your internet as long internet. as the app's running so that you don't accidentally you know, be downloading something you're not supposed to be downloading without encryption and all that good stuff. So lmg.gg slash PIAN. Go check it out. They've got a ton of servers and a ton of different countries and no bandwidth caps because you're filthy pirates, and that's why you care about the bandwidth cap. Yeah. There you go. Not my problem, what you use it for. That's the whole point. Um, all right, what else we got? <laughs> this is great. This is just hilarious. This is posted by WKD Paul on the forums. Uh, the Canadian government threatens the big three, which is Rogers, Bell, and Telus up here, to cut their cellular prices by 25%. Um, so to quote Rogers... This is great. They operate in a highly competitive market. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that continues to deliver more affordability and value. <laughs> compared to what? <laughs> and always evolves their services to meet the needs of Canadians. Which is what? What, what are the needs of Canadians? <laughs> um, like, guys. I love statements. It's an nothing. oligopoly. And you know it. Stop pretending. Uh, the big three currently operate at around 40% profit margin. Uh, by comparison, so if you want to talk about like how just ridiculous, how completely out to lunch that is, AT&T, not exactly known for you know being the most consumer friendly. Although there is some mini documentaries on YouTube yeah. about AT&T getting the transatlantic cable, the original one across, that are super interesting. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like actually... Very, very cool. So AT&T, although AT&T has been struggling too, but yes. they have an average profit margin of 10.8%. Now, AT&T's struggles, though, aren't necessarily today. AT&T's struggles are that they're not going to have the cash to bid on Spectrum in the future, and that's they're not going to have the cash to build out 
the equipment that they would have needed to take advantage of the mid-band spectrum that they already have. And when I say AT&T, I mean formerly AT&T, because to my knowledge, the T-Mobile AT&T merger has been basically approved at this point. Oh. Um, so their highest ever was 45% Wait, in December 2017. T-Mobile and AT&T merger? Yeah. I thought it was T-Mobile. Oh, T-Mobile like Sprint. Sprint. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. How no, AT&T is definitely... Uh... Yeah, AT&T. No, no, no. Never mind. AT&T is... Wow. How did I How did I completely derp that? Okay. So, yeah, AT&T. Not exactly... I remember we actually worked with AT&T once, and our audience basically lost, Hated it. lost their minds. What was that? Um, Didn't I do that? I think it was uh, CTIA. They sponsored yeah. our show coverage <laughs> at CTIA. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they have an average profit margin of 10.8%. The highest ever was 45% December 2017. So that's what the Canadian companies enjoy day in, day out. Sorry, it was the Sprint merger. AT&T has plenty of cash. Yeah. An interesting case here is uh, WinMobile, who tried to break into the Canadian market in 2008, but was destroyed by the big three's lobbying and was eventually bought by Shaw. They lobbied by uh, essentially trying to push out foreign investors which yes. is what WinMobile was being built up on. The rules were overturned in 2013, but it was pretty rough. Uh, Wind had a terrible time trying to break in here. Um, yeah, so basically, as far as I can tell, the big three are just going to tell them to pound sand, uh, the Canadian government, that is, because by the time the Canadian government would be able to do anything, just because we have four-year terms, just like down in the U.S., uh, they'll probably be replaced. I can't see the Trudeau administration winning another election. Um, honestly, do you? No. Um, and like, like so, something to bring up here, I guess, is fairly recently uh, the Canadian government told the big three dudes that uh, they were going to need to allow like piggybacking corporations, essentially. Like companies to yeah, they were going to have to sell their they were going to have to sell their um, their capacity wholesale yeah. to competitors effectively. Yeah. And and I, I don't remember who it was. I think, I think it, was it was Telus. Telus said like essentially like yeah we'll just like fire a ton of people yeah. and pull out like a billion dollars of investment. Yeah, the Canadian government's just like oh. Honestly, but like, I don't think they really responded. I think if they had any stones, they should have called them on it. Like, I, I, I don't know. The, the way that I see it is, like, that's, your, that's supposed to be your job as a regulator is to regulate in the interest of the people who elected you, not just the executives who, I don't know, maybe also elected you, but are just, you know, a handful Something of people. Something that I, I think would have been um, a really cool move that I yeah. thought of while this was all going on was if the government did just go, like, yeah, okay, do it, and then just kept track of everyone that lost a job. And like set up a little program thing to help facilitate them moving to a position at one of the new companies that yep. springs up. Like go to fine, go to war then. Like go to war. Yeah, yeah. Make sure that Telus never wins another Spectrum bid until they undo their nonsense. It, like you know what I mean? Like there, it's not like you don't have levers to pull. You just don't do it. Yeah. Um, and yes, that would be challenged in court, etc., etc., etc. But find a way. Um, because just allowing them to sit there and enjoy what is, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to call it a monopoly because there are technically three of them, oligopoly. Uh, it, it doesn't make sense for consumers. Yeah. Um, there, 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 are, there are countries in worse situations, LOL Australia, but it doesn't mean we can't try to fix our own. Um, what other topics do we really want to talk about today? Oh, yes, Google Education apparently is spying on children via free Chromebook software, allegedly. 
Yeah. Hosted by Willie W. on the forum and originally <coughs> from The Verge. The New Mexico Attorney General, Hector Baldaras, is filing a lawsuit against Google alleging that the company violates the privacy of students who use free Chromebooks provided to schools through G Suite for Education. The suit claims that Google used sensitive information like physical locations, <coughs> web and search histories, <coughs> YouTube viewing habits, come on guys, come on, contactless passwords and voice recordings to create personalized profiles for each student that participated in the program. Big yikes. It also claimed that Google used this information for advertising purposes up until April 2014. Google responded pretty directly, yep. saying straight up these claims are factually wrong. They didn't kind of beat around the bush. They opened up with that. Um, so we'll, we'll see where this goes. Um, I wonder if they're going to lean on the, like, it's anonymized data stuff or not. Because... Hard to say. Yeah. I don't know. LTX? Yeah. Tickets are live. Um, we do have some information regarding coronavirus, of course. Hopefully just saying that alone isn't enough to get this video demonetized. You know how things are. I think the, the word itself um, is pinging it off, so that, that might have been, yeah. Yeah, it might have been enough. Um, so we're going to be continuing to monitor and follow the guidance of the Canadian government, the World Health Organization, and the uh, Center for Disease Control in BC here. Um, we'll be following all the recommended procedures uh, for our staff anyway, and, um, you know, avoiding the spread of disease. As far as we can tell at this time, there is no guidance to suggest that an event in August would be affected by the current outbreak. However, if there is um, some kind of, if the situation worsens basically, and if specific measures are implemented at the event in response to the development of this whole situation, we will publish how it affects the event and its visitors on the website. And if, for whatever reason, the event does get canceled, we will, of course, refund your tickets, um, whatever types of tickets they are, uh, if it's canceled without a rescheduled date. So there you go. Cool. Ooh. It is a long time from now. It is a long time from now. Um, there is a chance that it will still be bad or even worse. There is a chance that it will be fine. So for now, we're saying, okay, well, we're five months out. Um, we're hoping for the best. Yeah, we're, we're pulling for it. Uh, with that said, I mean, there was another big wave of cancellations today, I think, or today and yesterday. Uh, South by Southwest is gone. Um, yeah, it's pretty rough. We have had one of our feature crea featured creators pull out already, but pull out sort of pending a situational change. Um, so Epos Fox looks like he's not going to be able to make it unless uh, the situation is totally changed by August, and we totally understand that, totally respect that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's about all there is to say about it. So you know, we're hoping for the best, but if it doesn't work out, then you know we'll uh, we'll we'll do what we can to make people whole. We'll make sure people get refunds and all, and all that good stuff for their tickets. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have to talk about today? Most of the stuff's kind of boring. Oh, AMD has a new roadmap through 2022. So they're going to introduce, this was uh, originally posted on Hexus.net. AMD plans to introduce the first processors based on the next generation Zen 3 core this year. Late this year, mind you, but this year. And the Zen 4 core is currently in design and is targeted to use 5 nanometer process technology. 
and we don't know exactly when that will come, but sometime in the next uh, next couple of years. Actually, hold on, here we go. Let's just see, yeah, that one does not have a firm timeline, and what's cool is that Zen 3 is apparently going to be design, oh no, no never mind, I misread that. Okay, what else we got? Uh, they announced their upcoming third generation Infinity architecture with optimized CPU and GPU memory coherency. That's gonna be huge for the data center. Uh, RDNA 2 is their uh, their new mem uh, excuse me graphics architecture that is supposed to be the one that's used for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Will apparently have a 50% power efficiency bump, so that's good. Uh, that's not the same as a 50% gaming performance uplift, by the way. And um, yeah, okay. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to chat about? No. Okay. Thanks for tuning Nothing. in to the WAN Show, guys. We'll see you again next week. Same oh, wait. Oh. Super Chats. Yes. I got it. Good work, Luke. Uh, Brandon says, I finally get to watch the beginning of the WAN Show. Oh, right. We have a special Super Chat today. Yosef uh, says, Pliss, don't dox me. So I will not be holding up the envelope. Oh, yeah. Good call. To be read during the Super Chat segment of the WAN Show. Super, do do yeah. not bend. Should I bend it? Oh. Bend it a little. <gasps> I think it's probably okay. All right, Yosef. Is there like an inner envelope, kind of? Sort of? It's child porn. No, it's not. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. Whoa. Now this video is demonetized. <laughs> okay, so there were a couple of uh, just supporting... Oh. Oh. What is this? Oh, probably how you write your name. Oh, cute. That's cool. Okay, so that's thanks. my name. And that's my name. In whatever characters these are. One I... moment, please. Okay, so it's from Jerusalem. Here's a nice shot. Of, oh, it's magnetic. A magnetic print of an LTT water bottle, presumably in Jerusalem. <laughs> Okay, now we're talking. I confess, oh, these are new shekels. 20 new shekels. You know what, my son actually collects like coins and banknotes. Foreign currency and stuff? From, yeah, foreign That's currency. That's really cool. So I will, I will give that to him. That's awesome. And then steal it from him if I ever go to Israel. <laughs> Dear sirs or madams, this is a very long letter. I might have to skim a little bit. I'm sorry, because the WAN show only can last for so, so long. So one thing I noticed on the on the outside of the letter that I, we obviously can't show you is the ruling that he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did, did the same thing here. It's pretty cool. So, like, wrote the lines. Okay, so uh, I pray this year's harvest is most plentiful. Um, it could not... I'm sorry for contacting you in this unorthodox method. I mean, it's a letter. That's not really unorthodox. That's like the definition of... How, how old do you feel reading uh, that? Like a letter? No, no, no. Oh, no. that this is an unorthodox means of communication? A little. <laughs> it could not be helped. Due to the difference in time zone between our respective locations, I am simply unable to super chat in the traditional method. With the understanding that a super chat involves payment of some sort, you will find enclosed... 20 new Israeli shekels valued at approximately 776 of your local Canadian rupees. <laughs> you will also find enclosed your names written in the local Hebrew lettering as well as a magnetic photograph Hebrew, of a yeah. Linus Tech Tips vessel for the short-term storage of liquid beverages which is available for purchase at yeah. lttstore.com. Note that the photograph was taken in front of the Western 
wall of the Temple Mount, a site of much pilgrimage here in the Holy Land. Unfortunately, the reason I write to you is not to inform you about the meteorological conditions here. I uh, said something about a rainy season. Uh, but rather to address a very important issue with your weekly analysis and news show. Your show has what is referred to as a lower third banner. Lamentably, the lower third is placed one picture element too far to the left and as such leaves an unsightly gap betwixt itself and the edge of the video frame. I do hope your team can remedy this issue post haste. <laughs> I was expecting it to be a complaint about the misalignment of the um, middle hexagon. Yeah. Or octagon. Ex hexagon, sorry. Which also... Wait, is that what the issue is? One picture element too far to the I left. I don't think so, because it, it looks like the edge of that Oh, oh it's, so it's off. the cutoff here. Yeah, so it has a separate issue. I think this hexagon is misaligned or something. People used to complain about it all the time, and I left it just to mess with them. So you know what, Yosef of Jerusalem? Here you go. All right, all right. How do I how do I fix this? Oh yeah, here we go. <laughs> end up like putting it because it's apparently only one pixel. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that better? There you go. Fixed enough for you. Wait, hold on. No, that doesn't look quite right. Well, hold on one second. There it is. No, wait, shoot, that's not quite right either. Are you sure? Yeah. No, hold on. Because once no. once you get rid of the. Oh. I've got it. No, I've got it. Just a second. There we go. <laughs> okay. Beautiful. There it is. Stunning. Thanks, Yosef. Appreciate you, fam. Thank you. All right, what else we got? Uh, Luke Star Chief says, when's the LTT mouse mat coming? I don't know. Uh, Tommy Gunn says, I guess this will never be read. Okay. But I have to ask anyway, were you serious about the whole house one CPU project? I, I was serious about it being a fun experiment. That's not something that I would like actually run today. Uh, I read that you use Kaizen Asset Manager for your asset tracking. However, you also advise that you're moving to another solution. Uh, we're still using it. We're using the web version of it now, though. It's not great, honestly. I, I wouldn't recommend it, but I couldn't find a better solution. Um, all right. Met Metal Gappy says, got my one-day show ticket, merch pack, and office tour. It's amazing how fast VIP sold out. Yeah, it's always gone in, like, a minute. Uh, but the problem is that, like... I don't want to raise the price any more than it already is because that already feels like a lot of money to me um, to ask for people to like hang out with the team here. Um, so, you know, we don't want to be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's 10 grand or whatever so that it won't sell out so fast. Um, and we also can't increase the number of them because then it's not really VIP. It's just yeah. P, yeah. person who bought a ticket. Like, we can't have a... Like, part of the idea behind the VIP package is that, like, we really do hang out with you for the evening. Um, so there's just nothing we can really do about it. Uh, we thought about just not having it all together this year because people get upset when they can't get one. It's like, well, I don't know. there's no way to please everybody, unfortunately. Uh, Langley Pressure Washing says, join the LTT Network Minecraft server. The IP is, uh, well, it's not really an IP. It's an address, but mc.ltt.gg versus 1.12.2 to 1.15. Is it officially up? It's semi, yeah, it's, it's soft launched. Okay. Yeah, like it's up. We're cool. still, uh, Sky, Skyblock is still being worked on, but there's the like the jumping around mode, I forget what that's called, and there's sure. just like creative ones and stuff. Okay. Like it's, it's working. Cool. Yeah. You, you wanted it to take as long as Floatplane to reach beta, no. didn't you? No. Are you sure? I would wish that on no one. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Lucas says, I see you guys have a number of famous Danish chairs in the studio. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had no idea. And even a shirt 
by Gata. Uh, any connections to Denmark or something? No, I just like badminton, and uh, yeah, he's like, you know, was one of my favorite players. Not at all. <laughs> uh, Fallback says, been watching since 2008. Just want to say love you guys. Thanks, Fallback13. Um, Scott says, would you recommend putting a refundable deposit down on the EVE Spectrum monitor? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're planning to review it, and I will reserve my judgment for when I actually have one. Uh, Quinn says, Luke is the real hero. Geodude was amazing. It's been a long time. Did I ever tell you about the guy at, uh, at A&W? No. So th this, this actually happened a while ago. Geodude is his PC's name, by yeah, the way. His yeah. previous one was Squirtle PC. Yeah. I know this because I had to look at it on our corporate network for years. <laughs> <laughs> it's Squirtle true. PC. Um, so I, I was going through, it was really, really late at night. My girlfriend was in the car with me, and we were going through an A&W. I'm, I'm talking like probably 2, 3 in the morning. And we're at the drive through thing, yeah. and some guy walks up to the car and was like, hey, man, can I, like, get some food? He's a homeless dude, for sure. He had yeah. a cart and stuff. Um, and I, like, he's asking for food, so I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll, right. like, add stuff to my order. I'll get you some food. And he wanted a burger and fries. I offered him a drink. And he's like, no, I've got one. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we, like, like chatted. Like a paper bag or no? No, it okay, was like cool. a, he, had a, some, he had something. I don't know. Okay. And, it, no, it, like, wasn't alcohol. Okay, okay. Um, and we chatted for a little bit. And he's like, wait, are you, like, Luke? And I was like, yeah? And he's like, oh, man, Geodude's sick. And I was like, what? And he's, like, super into computers. Really? Yeah. He watches all the videos. Huh. Like, literally all of them. Was quoting very old videos, like, to a T. Huh. Um, and just uh, ended up having a rather lengthy conversation with him. It was, it was kind of sad because, like, he... He can hold really good jobs for a long time, but then his addiction hits him again, and like all oh, this. Oh, that's rough. So but but yeah, it was yeah. I don't know. You just mentioned Geodude, and for some reason that wow. made me remember. Yeah, that's crazy. It's a really interesting like engagement with a fan. But yeah, I think it was a team burger. Hopefully, it was good. <laughs> um, Manal says, uh, finally caught the live stream. I am indeed one of the six people that listen to this on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you're welcome. I learn a lot and stay up to date because of TechLink. Also, Riley is awesome. Thank you very much for that. And Pagnol Gaspard says, Linus, would you ask Luke when he's going to stream on Twitch again? Yeah, why haven't you been streaming lately? I know Things that. just keep coming up. I'm going to be streaming tonight. Um, sure you are. I went to some like comedy show, the other whatever, and then some family thing happened. I don't know. My stream kind of goes through phases. But yeah, I'm going to be streaming tonight. All right. I'm not sure if it'll be Tarkov or Beat Saber, but it will be one of the two. There's some, some guy on Reddit has started working on a Beat Saber that uses boxing movements. Yeah, okay. But it, it does seem pretty early on. But that looked kind of interesting. Although, having seen the like high end, I, I think if you showed me both of the games in video form and I haven't played them, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'd way rather prefer the boxing one. But I think the high end of Beat Saber is probably going to be a lot better. Because the movements of Beat Saber is probably going to feel a lot more, like, dancey stuff, and it goes with the music yeah. better than, like, punch, 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 punch. I haven't actually played Beat Saber in over a week. I've been super busy. Hmm. All right. Do you dare me to go to realfaketeshirts.com? Oh, did someone? Oh, don't. Oh, don't. Do Ready? Uh, maybe just check first. Hey! <laughs> you guys are such trolls. That's awesome. 
Yeah, probably won't be that later. But Unfortunately, the purchase of realfaketeshirts.com did not come with an LTT sticker pack. Yeah. You're going to have to buy an actual t-shirt for that. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Or like if you want to really like mess with Nick's head, buy the cable ties. Oh my god. <laughs> buy the overpriced tape cable ties to get the overpriced stickers for free. Beautiful. That's the issue with the cable ties too, is it's, it's all in like handling cost and us not really knowing what we were doing when we set up that order. And yeah, like it's it's one of those things where it's like it's hard to even blow them out because like what do you what do you had it's not gonna compel people to place an order on like this third party site. Like if it was on Amazon as an add on item or something, yeah, sure. I mean people right. might just like yeah. grab yeah. them. But even if they were a dollar, you know, with nine dollar shipping, like it's still ten dollar cable ties. And there's just no way around it. <laughs> That's okay. You know, we'll keep chipping away at them. Some people do order them, and they are like perfectly nice cable ties. They just yeah. aren't selling very well. Yeah. All right. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We will see you again next week. Same bat time. Same bad channel. Bye. Hooray. Goodbye. Okay. So I got to.